Sup students, welcome to With You, where we seek to grow deeper in our relationship together with God, because even when we're not with you, we're with you. We're your hosts, Tony and Phoebe. Yesterday, we talked about the heart behind these two commandments regarding citizenship and justice, and that God deeply cares about building bridges instead of building up walls. Because today is Wednesday, we're considering the practical implications of this passage for our lives today. We've got foreigners, Egypt, measurement for exchanging of goods. I mean, how do we practically apply a text like this to our lives? I totally agree, Tony. We probably haven't all felt like what it feels like to be a foreigner in the land of Egypt, but we have all felt that same type of homesickness, that something here just isn't quite right. I grew up right around New York City, and in New York, there's this little tiny town called Little Italy, and it's got bakeries and restaurants and even architecture that is authentically Italian. And so imagine with me, an Italian comes to the United States, kind of maybe Tony Landini, he's Italian, I just learned this, and he comes to the United States from Italy, and the borders shut. And imagine a pandemic, it's kind of hard to imagine, I know, but a pandemic shuts the borders, can't get home, passport in hand able to get home, but just waiting for the borders to reopen. Tony, the Italian, uh, remains in in the United States and he becomes homesick. He's homesick for his home, his land, uh, where he's from. And you can get a little bit of taste, a little bit of the taste of what Italy is like, what home is like when you go to Little Italy. But no matter how good the gnocchi is, they still long for the real thing. We are like this Italian. We've got our passports in hand. We've been granted the access to the kingdom of heaven, to our real true home through the blood and sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And we've got the church like Little Italy, where we can get a little taste of what heaven might be like in the community of people who adore Jesus. But we still long for the real thing. We long for Italy. We long for the kingdom of heaven. We long for our truest home where we belong for simply being ourselves. The New Testament speaks a little bit to this idea, specifically in Philippians 3.20, which says this, But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a savior, Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. We are waiting for the kingdom to be fully restored by the return of Jesus. But until then, we're called to do kingdom work, the building of bridges to the outsiders, because we were once outsiders too. And when we know the story of Jesus, Leviticus 19 verses 33 to 37, uh, it's not surprising at all what God says here. God calls the Israelites in Leviticus to bring in the outsider like the neighbor. And that's exactly what Jesus did for us. We read in Romans 5, 10, it says, For while we were enemies with God, while we hated God, we were reconciled to God. We were brought back into relationship with him by the death of his son, Jesus Christ. And God calls the Israelites to be fair with one another in amounts as little as grains of rice. And what's crazy about this is that uh, actually what Jesus did for us wasn't fair. It was so unfair. We actually deserved death. That is what we earned. In Romans 6, 23, we read, for the wages of sin, for what we earned, what we deserved for sinning is death. 
but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. Jesus, perfect, sinless. He took on the punishment that we deserved, that we earned, so that we might live in eternity with him in the kingdom of heaven. That is so unfair. That is so unfair. And when we were running away from God, he ran after us. This is how the kingdom of God operates in an abundance of forgiveness that doesn't make sense. When we truly know this, that we do not deserve the free gift of eternal life, how much more are we capable of loving others in the same manner? If we are called to usher in the kingdom of heaven, kingdom work looks like building bridges to people who don't deserve it. It looks like building bridges to the girl who excluded you purposefully, to the guy whose political views make you angry, to the sibling who shuts themselves up in their room when things get hard at home, to the dad who covers your life and expectations you're sure you cannot meet. You might be thinking, they don't deserve the pursuit of my love. And you're right. They don't, but you didn't deserve God's pursuit of you either. Might you be called to display the gospel of the reckless love of Jesus Christ that no one could earn to someone in your life who doesn't deserve it? Truth be told, kingdom work is extremely hard work. Some of the hardest work that you'll probably ever have to do but as we long for this kingdom of heaven to be here, to for us to be uh, in our true place where we belong, uh, where our citizenship lies, man, we're called to represent that to the people around us, to build bridges instead of walls. Tomorrow, we are going to be bringing on a special guest, Zach Rogalski, as he's going to share a little bit about what this passage, Leviticus 19, 33 through 37, means for him. Remember, let's be real with one another and before God as long as it's called today. It was great to be with you. Take care.